everybody. Welcome to another Radio Vice Online podcast. This podcast features the editor-in-chief of HotAir.com, the number one conservative blog in the country, and also former chief economist of State Cigna, Ed Gay, whose prediction has been re- alarmingly accurate. He'll talk, we're going to talk about uh, the uh, Biden inability to call a recession a recession. Because while they've redefined the word recession and the absurd bill that just passed called the Inflation Reduction Act, which only recognizes that there's inflation. What really gets me about this is that the Democrats come to the table to solve a problem that they caused in the first place. Any notification? I see something. Okay. Hopefully you do says I'm live, but I, I can't tell. I don't have any comments here. Well, I can. I've got comments, but if we're live, just leave a comment. I'm the only person in a room, three yeah. people. So everybody else gets notified. I don't. Because <clears throat> you're in the room, is that it? Well, there's two other people. Okay, I want to start with this first Actually, soundbite. there might be only one more person because I'm diff- on different profiles. Here's the, listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. Here's what the Inflation Reduction Act does. Breaks down to 739 billion in new taxes, 369 billion energy and climate, 64 billion expansion of Affordable Care Act. Carol Roth, you. That's Fox Business. I totally up those figures for us. Thanks to them. So the Inflation Reduction Act spends more money, billions of dollars more money. Looks like it spends somewhere around four. $450 $450 billion more money, or more than that, actually, $700 billion more money. That's supposed to reduce inflation. When Ed Gay comes on, we'll ask him how it works. Does it make sense to you, Jane? Nothing makes sense to me anymore because I can't share, so whatever. You can't? No. That's not good. I don't know what he did wrong this time. I might be screwed up on my... Um... So uh, here's what the Wall Street Journal writes. Tear off the Absurd Inflation Reduction Act. And behind it, what you'll see is illuminated by the uh, glow of media coverage of the uh, Democrats' premature victory lapse on this one. Exactly what it is is another large plank in Democratic plan to re-engineer the United States economy. In other words... It's a perfect example of socialism, Jane. It's the government trying to run the economy. That's what they did with socialism, Socialism, correct? I can't listen to you right now. I'm trying okay. to figure this Sorry, out. Sorry, I apologize. But again, what's the podcast theme here is always how we compare what's going on in the American economy and in America to the communism Jane lived under. And the communism Jane lived under, the government tried to plan the economy, the famous five-year plan. They tried to engineer the economy. As the Wall Street Journal points out, this Inflation Reduction Act is another example of the government trying to engineer the economy, trying to run the economy by either spending money or putting more regulations on. In this case, they're trying to engineer the economy and bring down inflation by spending more money and by most of that money going towards green energy projects. And the tax increases go on business. But make no mistake, when a business is taxed, you're taxed. The taxes are always passed on to you. The increase in cost of goods uh, are always passed to you. And that's what's going on here. So we'll call it again just a little bit. But we're way too soon to give them a call. So we have to wait on that one. But it did show up. So the notification showed up anyway. I did one thing right, but I didn't put the share ability to share. I did make it public, so it should be shareable. Um, uh, they they're quibbling about the word recession that we're not really in a recession because even though even though the the uh, 
the indicators say that we are in a recession. We're not really in a recession. Here is what, uh, oh, here's what Congressman Jason Chavitz had to say about the deficit reduction, the Inflation Reduction Act. Let's welcome former Utah Congressman Jason Chaffetz yeah, and Fox economic business. expert Carol Roth. Great to have you both with us. Um, Jason, I'm going to go ahead and start with you. Let's talk about the Wall Street Journal piece talking about Biden's stagflation, saying that it has arrived, right? Persistent high inflation, slow growth. That's what we've got on our hands here. Yet the administration wants to call this a transition. I mean, they can call it whatever they want to call it, but we've got a bumpy road ahead. No, we do. And these are all self inflicted wounds. They they changed the policies. They spent a record amount of money. Now they want to raise taxes. How can they literally today go back and make the argument that they need to spend more money, that that is going to fight inflation and they're going to raise taxes? Are you kidding me? That is no, that is in no cookbook <laughs> on how to deal with Jason the economy. Well, they're uh, obviously, it doesn't help at all. Or actually, let's find out what Ed Gay has to say about it first. Uh, they tried to read. Here's what Kamala Harris had to say about dealing with inflation. I mean, these price spikes seem like they're going to be with us for a while. We have to address the fact that we got to deal with the fact that folks are pay, paying for gas, paying for groceries, and need solutions to it. We need solutions to it. Well, it's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. And that's what I said the other day. Basically, what the hell are you going to do about it? Well, they're not going to. She said, well, we, we got to do solution. something about we it. We need solutions. Um, um, because obviously people are having a tough time. Aren't they supposed to give us solutions? Okay, I was able to share a little bit. And then bit. they decided to redefine what a recession is. What is uh, you know, the idea that uh, two quarters of negative GDP growth is a technical definition of a recession is wrong. And I think one of the things we tried to point out in that blog is that the, the folks who actually make that call, the Business Cycle Dating Committee, they look at a set of variables, some of which, as Steve underscored, uh, remain quite strong. Uh, now, when you talk about... Uh, remain quite strong. Yes, some things do, but the problem is, is that even though people are getting raises, small raises, it's not keeping up with inflation. In fact, inflation is far outpacing any raise. That, so even though they might get a job, yeah, there are plenty of jobs out there. Well, guess who's getting the raise? Who's getting the raise? Politicians get mm -hmm. raises. Yep. Well, they're making money for themselves. Uh-huh. I would uh, say so. The point I was trying people to People don't make. understand that, though. And it would be nice to have somebody there to explain it, but uh, who would explain it since they don't care, since they want that money in their pocket, right? What did you always say? Um, they consider it all their money. Mm -hmm. They just let us keep some of it. There you go. So um, people need to understand that just because they raise your salary doesn't mean squat. My goodness. Again, their definition of what a recession is. Uh, you know, the idea that uh, two quarters of negative GDP growth is a technical definition of a recession is wrong. And I think one of the things we tried to point out in that blog is that the, the folks who actually make that call, the Business Cycle Dating Committee, they look at a set of variables, some of which, as Steve underscored, uh, remain quite strong. Uh, now, when you talk about... Well, if you want a definition of recession... What's, I, I, I still didn't hear the definition, but... Uh, I'm going to give you I a think definition. we got it. This is what Ronald Reagan said about Jimmy Carter in, in 1986. The president promised that he would not increase taxes for the low- and middle-income people, the workers of America. Get this. Then he imposed on American families the largest single tax increase in our nation's history. What do we have? Inflation. His answer to all this misery, he tries to tell us that we're only in a recession, not a depression, as if definitions, words, relieve our suffering. Let it show on the record that when the American people cried out for economic help, 
Jimmy Carter took refuge behind a dictionary. Well, if it's a definition, if it's a definition he wants, I'll give him one. A recession is when your neighbor loses his job. A depression is when you lose yours. And recovery is when Jimmy Carter loses his. And recovery is when Joe Biden loses his job. Well, you know, Democrats have always been so so great with people. Reagan is the best, isn't he? Yep. He's absolutely... What time are you supposed to call? Uh, um, 4 th- 4.35. Okay. Any, well, um, you know, it's... It's very interesting how they just change their words and how they try to play us. And um, You said changing words is a common communist tactic, right? Well, it is. And so you, what, have, you have politicians running. So they the, would do that in communist Russia and Czechoslovakia too? Yes. Well, it, it didn't matter. You, you, voted, you voted for the same person no matter what. It was one person running and one person winning, one person being there you would be getting in trouble if you did not vote to begin with but um they're changing their words um or definitions sorry 425 okay then um you got on uh, 10 minutes but um just uh, we just, can go ahead and try them now if you like it's 415 if you say 425 then do 425 anyways um just because you change your definition or change your words doesn't mean anything I want you people to get get out there and question all the people that are running. I don't care which side you are on. Ask them what they're going to do about it. That's what I want to know. I know what's going on in the supermarket. I know what's going on at the gas station. I know what's going on in the school. And you hear my voice. I'm tired of yelling and screaming. Yeah, but some of that's me. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> and my children. <laughs> my child just informed me she wants to live with her father today <laughs> because I yelled at her because her room looked like pit. It looked like, I don't want to say the word, you know what I want to say. Yeah, please don't say it. We're doing so well so far. <laughs> but, um, you know, I get so frustrated with all this going on and tired. You get tired. You can only do so much. So if you have kids... You have pets. I have one that, two that are on their last leg. Um, um, what, what can you, how much, how far can you go? What can you do? It's just, um, everything that is going on is just, um, we know what's going on. Everybody know what's going on. <coughs> you guys are out there. You know what's going on. So everybody needs to step it up. And get rid of these buttheads that are just draining us. Remember we had a president that was going to drain the swamp? And he meant it. And he was he was up to it. And he was going to do it. Unfortunately, we had people that did not like his speeches. I don't I didn't like his speeches either. Well, because they didn't think it was nice and warm and fuzzy. Uh, whatever. Do I care? I don't want warm and fuzzy. My parents were not warm and fuzzy. My dad especially. I'm still here. I made it. So I want somebody that is going to be a leader that is going to do something instead of um, Nancy Pelosi going to um, Taiwan. What do you think she was doing, by the way, guys? Did you think she, she was did deflecting she to from her husband, d- deferring, Paul Pelosi, yeah, um, who was arre- oh, arrested, arrested for, for DUI? I mean, we all screw up. We all screw up. It is not about showing But up. this is um this is pretty serious. He how how old is he? Eighty? How old is I don't know how old he is, but what did they say the reason was? Oh, they don't say any reason. She was trying to support the Taiwan country against uh China because yeah, uh but China instead we'll ask Ed is an expert in the Pacific Rim too. So we'll ask him about that. But whether she stoked the fire of China, making China... In the meantime, what we've done, though, is we've sent a battle group into the South China Sea to sort of project strength against the Chinese 
But if the Chinese wanted to, they could overwhelm us, and they know that. They have enough people to do that. But would they do it? That's the question. I'll ask Ed about that. That's a serious situation right now. It is a serious situation. Thank you very situation. much, it's Nancy been, Pelosi. It's been, it's, it, it's been serious situation. She's, right, she's governing under the influence. What do you mean? The GY. Well, um, as we know that we know that um, Joey didn't want her to go, right? No. He didn't. Uncle Joe, you mean? Yeah. Where my Where's my box of tissues? Was over there. Here's your box of okay. tissues. Go cry, Argentina. Don't cry for me. Um, but yeah, she. So, so what is she doing? If um, if if her president on her political side doesn't want her to go, what the heck is she doing? Good question. And she was there what seventeen hours. Here's my question to you out there. I didn't put a poll up, but I'll I'll see if I can put it up now. Um. Hopefully it won't knock us off the air when I do this. Question is, I cannot you, are see we in a recession? Anybody. Oh, no, I see. Oh, are hey, we in a there's Sam. Uh, are we in a recession? Yes no, or no? Have Sam. Hey, Sam. Are we in a recession right now? Yeah, I would say so. We're printing money. Uh, printing money is not going to put you back in business, is it? The administration says, well, you're Jared Bernstein. Say, no, we're not in a recession. Well, even though, even though the technical definition says we are in a, in a recession. Well, if you're not in recession, then why are we printing money? Well, they're printing, they're money, money. They're printing money to make sure people have money to spend. <laughs> On what? Yes, yeah, Sam's there. We don't have baby formula. Um, Pelosi's into the chips. What does that mean? I don't know, but uh, we don't have baby formula. We did run out of other things. Uh, we have. Do we still have the uh, truckers protesting up in Canada? Or no, we're going into stagflation. You heard Fox Business describe stagflation. That's periods of slow growth while inflation continues, and, it, and expect inflation to continue. Ed Morrissey has some things to say about that. When he comes on after Ed Gay. Well, the eggs used to be, what, $3 maybe for um, for a dozen? What's happened to gasoline? Um, it, it went down just a little bit, but we we're selling gas to uh, China. And now we're going we're to... We're selling, selling oil to China, I mean. Well, what do you mean? What's the, what's the difference? Well, one's refined and the other isn't. Okay, so they have to process it, whatever. They can yep. afford it. So... Um, we're we're ju we're just losing because we have a loser in the White House. Sam, if you want to call in, now's the time. No, to do. no, it's not. You have five minutes. What? We have five minutes. Well, Sam, we we wouldn't give her more than five minutes. You anyway. can give her five minutes, but um, that would be the nine nine six number, nine nine six. No, it will be the eight 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 two one zero one. Sam, eight 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 two one zero one eight six zero eight 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 two one zero one. If anybody wants to call on that line, you can. Yeah, you got five minutes. It's six zero eight 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 two one zero one. Um, he's got um guests and um. He's I have a got guest two at, guests. At what time? Well, that was four. I forget now. Sorry. Four twenty-five. Four twenty-five. Uh, um, let me read you once one more time from the Wall Street Journal. That be okay. The Inflation Reduction Act slowed the American people on the grounds that it would reduce inflation. The Democrats themselves caused to happen. doesn't even have any uh, merit. It will have no effect on inflation, but it wouldn't have any effect on inflation by the words in the act itself for another five years. I'm skeptical, the journal writes, about an average lawmaker's ability to predict inflation in five years. But if we have to wait until 2027 to uh, get on top of inflation, this nation is in trouble. As for the tax increases, when they kick in, right? they kick in right away, by the way. They don't take five years to kick in. That ought to slow any momentum that the economy has. Because remember, when you tax big, giant, bad, giant corporations, 
uh, they pass that on to you. If you tax oil, oil eventually passes that on to you. You know that. You've seen that at the pump. Gas taxes on gasoline. Gas taxes on crude oil that's refined into gasoline. Everything is taxed all the way up the line. The government always gets its uh, cut. Isn't that right, Jane? The government is always going to get a cut. The heck is showing up on my ceiling over there? It's not it's there. It's white. Well, um, there are two spots, and they're not there. Anyways, yeah, everything um, is not just tax, um, but yes, it's um, affected by tax. And um, I have a uh, poll for you guys. Who is your favorite? Um, who's your favorite senator? I have Trey Gowdy, I have John Kennedy, and I have Rand Paul. I'm just curious. I think um, and by Senator the way, Ted Cruz is my favorite. Stay classy, America. Who said that? Who said that? Do you know? Uh, the headline. There are sharks in the there are sharks in the ocean. Did you know that? Yeah, the headline to the Wall Street Journal opinion column on the Inflation Reduction Act is this: The Inflation Reduction Act is an insult to used car salesmen. <laughs> Hi, Sam. How you doing? Give a quick call. That go into the automobiles and everything else we make that's electronic. That's why Nancy went to Taiwan. We're going to get... She and Paul have a big investment in... uh, in chip, in chips, right? And yeah, and I think she's just sewed up the deal. Well, apparently she did. Everybody's got everybody in politics has their hand in the pot, don't they? Oh gosh, yes, honey. Everywhere you look, that's how politicians they got get rich. They get rich. Politicians come into office poor, then they head out rich. The key will be Chris Murphy. He not only was he poor, he owed when he got into office, and if he comes back out rich. That would be very suspicious. Yeah, but then he would have a hard time paying for his mortgages and his children's uh, <laughs> colleges. He's going to have a hard time anyway in just a while. I hope so. They are he's all going to have a hard time. No. Blumenthal is the one who's up this time around. Democrats, oh. Democrats don't have a hard time. They, just, they are they, all going to be crying. Well, I well, promise you, uh, they well, will I, be crying. I... I <laughs> Which time, what time are they gonna go to hell and then cry? Or <laughs> I mean, not gonna... till they go through a little bit of misery here. <laughs> I would like to see that actually for myself. Yes, because... I've been praying to Father. I say, can I stick around long enough to see that, Father? Please, because <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it's coming, honey. I know it's coming. If you promise. Oh, <laughs> by the way, what happened with Goshen Fair? Oh, it came out wonderful. Oh, it did? Just wonderful. See, this one next to me is telling Sam, me. Sam, I thought you told me that the town said you couldn't uh, have it. I told him so he never listens to me. I knew it was. Uh. <laughs> so the town yeah, never, it went through. So the town never threatened to shut it down? Well, no. They, well, they did uh, the first year with the COVID, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, but, yes. They didn't they, let us have it the first year. But you were on last year and you were on this year and this button. I, I'm not going to name him uh, next to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I knew. Um, well, we did have a, a really nice time. My two great. little girls that ride and rope. And I, I one of them I just won nine hundred dollars, and one, one just won seven hundred. I saw one picture. Of your granddaughter, <laughs> you saw one picture. But I didn't know if it was from the fair because they've, of the buckwheat next to Sam. Me. They've been right. Well, riding. they go all over the country. They've been roping for rodeos. a while, haven't they, Sam? They've been roping for a while, though. Oh like, yeah. When they came out the last time, they were roping. When they came out, by when myself, they come, when they come home from school, the first thing they do is go muck the stalls and and take care of their horses and practice. Oh my God! You know they what? can hook up a horse trailer in five minutes. 
Can, uh, I'm not sure that's can, an event. Can, can you send those girls or yourself over this way because I'm ready to kill my children? Why is it legal to have abortion and illegal to kill your children that are totally disobeying you? And now, you children, I see, raised five and they had red fannies oh my God, when I got see, done with them. I was, about, I was about to cry and puke at the same time when I went upstairs today. We don't go upstairs because Jim is unable to so i don't I can't climb stairs yet Sam. much either but uh oh my god you should have you should have seen the freaking butt bathtub i could not believe it <laughs> you didn't clean it did you well yeah i did don't do that uh well they're only okay, you yeah, like that tub like that get in it they're otherwise get in that tub right now otherwise <laughs> they do Otherwise, yeah, the room's they, dirty. Shut the door. So that's why Sam, quit doing their laundry. Sam, that's should, why they always keep coming downstairs to use our shower. No, you should. See, there you go. Don't let them do it. Listen, we we, we live on a pond, and uh, you should see the muck that's in that crappy. It's a, it's not a big pond, but uh, don't allow me in your tub. Uh, don't say you have a shower. If you don't like the way it looks, get the soap and water and start scrubbing, sugar. Yeah, no, you know what? They Sam, would jump into our pool. Sam, can and- we ship them over to your house for a while? <laughs> <laughs> they hate me. No, but I told all my kids. They probably would love told- you. No, they would probably yeah. love you, especially since you I don't know. My, my grandkids animals. thought I was the mean grandma, and I said, you can love me when you grow up, and they do. <laughs> That's great. And I spanked them, too. <laughs> I haven't. I sure did. I I don't spank them. I, well, no, I did a couple times because they were running <laughs> into the road, and you could not uh-huh. reason with them when they're two years old. You could not. No, reason. you can't reason and, with a and child. I'm, I actually smacked them upside the head once in a while. Let me tell you what I did to cure one of my kids from jumping in a ditch five feet deep <laughs> deep in Florida when it rained. He was three. Oh he God. wouldn't stay out of the ditch. I took him and I threw him in it and rolled him all in it. <laughs> and the neighbors called the cops on me. You're mean. You're a mean woman. Sam, you need tell to me, come to my house. Sam, what does it mean <laughs> when it says Pelosi is into the chips? Uh, what, well, you know how they got those chips that go into everything and the cars, the electric cars and all that yeah. stuff? The electronics, Jim. Those oh, chips, those things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she wants to own them all. <laughs> she does. Well, she owns Yeah, NVIDIA. she's making hand, money hand over fist. Yeah, she bought NVIDIA when it yeah, was don't, nothing. Don't forget that yeah. ice cream and that big ref- two refrigerators. <laughs> well, I'm, uh, I'm waiting of, to... I want one of those. She's got two. I'm waiting to find out what Paul Pelosi ends up doing here. He hurt that man that he crashed into. That man is injured. You know what? He'll be fine just like Hunter Hunter Biden. Uh, well, That'll be fine. eventually he won't be. Well, we'll see. But anyway, yeah, I'm waiting. Sam is going to kill somebody someday if they don't stop Yes, he is. Soon. Which one? Probably has already. Pelosi? Pelosi? He probably already has. Sam, I'm going to have to let you go because you okay. have to make a phone yeah, call over here. Call. Sorry, You're Sam. the bestie. Thanks, Sam. Give Love y'all. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye. Take a bow, Sam. Thank you for joining us. Okay, let's, let's call Ed. All right. I have to remember which the primary number is. Hang one second. Is it, am I supposed to call him now? Hey, Ed, Jim Vicevich, and Jane Vicevich. Jim and Jane, how are you? Good, how are you? Ed, Ed Very Yeager, good, thank is you. a former chief economist for Cigna, now runs the Wittenberry Risk Management Firm, an economic consulting firm sought after around the world, and they're experts on the Pacific Rim. Uh, Ed, tell us the Inflation Reduction Act. Does it reduce inflation? Not at all. Can you spend money and reduce inflation? That's what people are asking us right now in the chat room. Can you spend money and reduce inflation? Oh, you possibly can if what you're spending money on increases the supply of things that are in short supply. 
if we were increasing the production of natural gas, increasing the production of food, increasing the uh, production of diesel, uh, and spending money to do that in the short run, that would lower the inflation rate. But they're not doing that. Spending money on programs. They're spending it all on green energy programs and giveaways and subsidies. And more government employees uh, and a variety of other things. Uh, the Wall Street Journal said it was classic socialism. Jane lived under communism. She said this is what the communists would do. They'd expand their reach and their control, then tell you it was for your own good. But they were not even stupid enough to do uh, the deal with the Chinese. Come on. Oh, even the Russians, she said, wouldn't deal with the Chinese. Uh, not, not under programs like these. Because China wouldn't go in for it, would it? I don't, I don't remember um, when I was a kid. I don't exactly remember what they were doing. But um, anyways. Ed, what can you tell us about what Nancy Pelosi's done? Was it a mistake going to Taiwan? Uh, I think it was mishandled by both Pelosi's office and uh, the White House. Uh, they created an unnecessary crisis. Uh, she could have scheduled her Asian trip. Uh, strange timing on the Asian trip, but since it has uh, reached its climax on the day their husband uh, has a pre-trial hearing and sort of distracts attention from that, uh, but she could have scheduled that uh, and not publicized the Taiwan trip. Uh, done her Southeast Asian visits, uh, flown uh, up to uh, South Korea or Japan, uh, and then to Taiwan on the way home without a lot of controversy. Uh, on the other hand, someone in the White House leaked uh, her visit to Taiwan, uh, and it isn't clear that she intended to be uh, as vocal on Taiwan uh, or as public a week ahead of time as she was. You know, it's funny. Uh, I have to say hey, we're, me... on a, we're on the same page because I was saying that she was trying to do, uh, distract distract from, from her husband's problem. That that was That was my... That was my um, opinion. Ed, this is Fox Business, Fox Business Channel's take on the Inflation Reduction Act. Let me play this for you. It's down to $739 billion in new taxes, $369 billion energy and climate, $64 billion expansion of Affordable Care Act. Carol Roth, you... Ex- so I, I forgot the new taxes part. They're raising taxes on business... Well, as Jared Bernstein said, that's a lie. We're not raising any taxes. We're closing loopholes. So if you close the loophole, <laughs> that's not raising taxes, Ed. And once again, we have to find well, our own word. Yeah, I, I agree with them to a limited extent on the carried interest provision, which we've argued about for 20 years, uh, on whether uh, wealthy private equity managers uh, and investment bankers I should be able to convert their fees into capital gains uh, just by waiting uh, a couple of years for what they know they're going to get. Uh, that, I think, uh, could be considered a reform, but it isn't clear that that's going to be in the final act anyway, uh, because I understand cinema is opposed to making that reform. Yeah, can you explain uh, but, to our audience what carried interest is? Uh, if uh, you participate, uh, the simplest example would be if you participate uh, in an underwriting uh, or uh, the uh, public investment uh, uh, of a, a new firm, uh, you would normally, as an investment banker, get a large fee for the size of the transaction. If you delay receiving your fee until three to five years later uh, and instead uh, uh, get a participation in the public offering of the company as your compensation, uh, that carry, that delayed return uh, taxes at uh, a much lower rate, the capital gains rate, instead of the fee income that you would have gotten for putting the deal together to begin instead with. Instead of regular income. Instead of regular income. It, it's, it's sort of a gimmick. Uh, some investment bankers bringing new high-risk ventures to market argue that it's justified. Uh, other people see it being used uh, just uh, as a way of managing uh, taxes on fairly certain income. And the, uh, uh, the uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. The, 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 the other the other tax uh, that uh, is causing the great controversy uh, is the minimum tax on book profits, and that is just to appease 
uh, people like Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren who see companies reporting uh, large profit to their shareholders, but a much smaller taxable profit to the IRS uh, because of the different accounting treatment for accelerated depreciation uh, and some of the uh, uh, special tax provisions that are created as incentives in the tax code. And this basically, uh, the the uh, uh, the minimum tax. Uh, it's not the, uh, uh, the it's not the Janet Yellen type of minimum tax, international tax. Uh, it is uh, specifically uh, focused on the difference in book profits uh, versus uh, IRS profits, uh, and that punishes manufacturing or or companies that are in industries that re- require large long-term investment. Um, and so one of the questions that our audience had is, how far will inflation go, do you think, and is it over? Well, inflation is not over because there's still too much liquidity in the marketplace. The Fed made terrible mistakes in 2000, 2001. Uh, they drove mortgage rates down to obscenely low levels. Uh, and uh, car financing rates to obscenely low levels at a time when there were no houses to buy or cars to buy uh, because of either COVID or supply chain disruptions. Uh, That caused, uh, as I'm sure you're aware, a terrific shortage of used cars uh, during 2021. Uh, It caused uh, an inflation of housing prices, uh, and we haven't corrected those housing prices We've begun to. It, that's not over, but uh, so uh, the mortgage rates have begun to fall. Housing prices have begun to fall. It's taking longer to sell houses. Uh, some people that were playing games uh, trying to sell their house at the ultimate peak uh, are now rushing to uh, get rid of the house that they wanted to sell so they could move elsewhere. They're and absolutely- so we are in. They're absolutely popping in the market now. They're they're um, all of a sudden there's uh, for sales for sale houses. Um, I've, I, there was nothing and all of a sudden there are signs everywhere for sale. You know, this is a season, you know, this is a season when that happens because people do try to, if they're planning to move, they try to move before the school year starts, mm-hmm. but, uh, the price prices have declined a bit, uh, and more houses are available. Uh, used cars are showing up again, uh, on either, uh, used car lots or new dealer lots, uh, as they're traded in. We still have shortages of new cars because of lack of semiconductors. Uh, but the, chips, uh, right? the yeah the the chips that control most of the electronic functions mm-hmm. in cars, there is still a shortage there, but that's slowly going away. And so it's it's a very strange economic situation where it's a combination of supply chain shocks, of foolish credit mistakes made by the Fed over the last two years now being corrected. Uh, and with trade uh, being disrupted by the war in Ukraine uh, and other events, well, so that we had does it, does it we had weak exports. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. We had weak exports in the first quarter, and then strangely strong exports in the second quarter. I was surprised by how strong they were. Uh, the dollar is too strong, though, and so I expect that exports uh, will weaken in the second half. Uh, and imports will. Of Wintonberry Risk Management, an economic consulting firm in Connecticut, but sought after around the country. And you're sought after for your speeches to where else are you speaking these days? Where have you been invited? Uh, uh, nothing uh, imminent. Uh, the uh, next presentation will probably be down in Texas. What will you be talking about, Ed, do you think? Just the global financial markets and a progress report on the war in Ukraine, uh, the risk uh, of uh, Chinese overreacting uh, to Taiwan, uh, not related to Pelosi's visit, but just because Taiwan uh, or China looked at how the West failed to uh, deter the invasion of Ukraine uh, and suspect that while we are distracted by Ukraine, that they may be able to take Taiwan. Well, they went on after Hong Kong, right? Um, so you yeah, they, you they violated, they're gonna grab they violated the agreement. You don't think uh, they promised. Remember, 
they promised that uh, Hong Kong would operate under its own political system mm-hmm. uh, for a long period of time and then violated that agreement. Well, uh, and, they, and what are the chances that they'll overreach with Taiwan? Uh, that Xi is coming up for his uh, re-election uh, by uh, the leadership in, in the next uh, uh, 60 or so days. And he wants another term, doesn't he? He does want another term. Uh, he wants to be uh, emperor for life. Hmm. Uh, and uh, he has promised that eventually they will get Taiwan. Uh, so they intend to make it one China. They intend to make it one China, just as Putin is trying to restore the Russian Russia. empire as it was in 1914. Okay. Does that include Czechoslovakia or Czech Republic? Well, I- it might eventually. No, I, no, not that far. But uh, if you think of all the, all, yeah, you have to, if you think of all of the countries that were part of the Russian Empire formally in 1914, mm-hmm. they they uh, include Moldova, they include all of Ukraine, uh, that includes Finland, uh, it includes Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, uh, and Poland. Yep. Well, it included actually after uh, the uh, the Germans came in. It included Czechoslovakia. It was just lunch, but um, so Jane, <laughs> Jane worries about her family still in the Czech Republic. Because you know what, I I was watching this situation. Um, the the little short I, I want to call him a name. You know, I want to call him a name. Pudi. Um, yeah. Went after Georgia, right? He went yes. after. What's the Crimea? Crimea. Yeah, he went after things. And he's going to keep going because nobody's stopping him anymore. And uh, uh, he, he, sees, he sees Crimea with little objection from the West. Uh, he sees uh, uh, two major cities uh, in the Don Basin with very little objection from the West. Right, and um, we're just gonna let them keep marching. They're gonna keep marching, and well, hope, who, who I, did it start? Who I did it not. start with? It started with Obama. Whose fault is it? Do you have well, that clip? It, Obama. <laughs> yeah, it mostly was Obama. the The invasion of Georgia was uh, right at the end of the Bush administration, mm-hmm. uh, and the yeah, Bush administration tried to provide aid either. to Georgia. Yep. And this is a clip from the former oh, uh, really you popular like ABC this. show called The Last Man Standing. And his daughter was in the Army Reserve. Do you Reserve. know Tim Allen? And his yeah. daughter was in okay. the Army Reserve. Let's listen to this. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hi, how are drills? Tough. It's just nice knowing we're out there hitting it while the Ruskies are still in bed. <laughs> the Ruskies aren't in bed. They're doing jello shots in the Ukraine. <laughs> and you know who would blame for that? Obama. Obama. <laughs> That's from Last Man Standing. <laughs> obviously canceled because of lines like that. She just came back from a uh, drill camp. Army what do you call it? Army yeah, Reserve. drills. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, hey, hi, how are drills? Tough. It's just nice knowing we're out there hitting it while the Ruskies are still in bed. <laughs> the Ruskies aren't in bed. They're doing jello shots in the Ukraine. <laughs> and you know who would blame for that? Obama. Obama. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Ed. Sorry, little. <laughs> he's got that's okay. some. He's got some of his favorite clips, and and that's one of my favorite. Um, anyways, um, you've been so gracious, gracious with your time. Um, we will let you go. Really have, and I hope we will have you on again. So, Ed, your prediction as far as um, the the Inflation Reduction Act, you don't think it'll reduce inflation at all? Like it will not reduce inflation. Inflation will come off just because the peak momentum. Uh, was uh, in the in the spring, and so it will look like inflation is coming down nicely in the next three to six months. Uh, but we still have an inflation problem, uh, and the underlying inflation rate rate right now uh, is still about four and a half to six percent. It's not uh, going to get to two without major increases by the Fed. And pouring all that money into green energy will not make up for the loss of carbon fuels. No, it won't, and the loss of carbon fuel will mean loss of jobs will occur uh, before we stabilize the economy. Ed Gay of Winton Bear Risk Management, former chief economist for Cigna. 
Winterberry Risk Management in Connecticut. You look up, you can look up. You have a website, Ed. I don't keep it up to date. Okay, <laughs> I'm slowly moving toward retirement. It's in Bloomfield, Connecticut. You Winton can't retire. Risk Management. Ed, you can't retire. <laughs> you cannot. You don't Ed. have my permission. <laughs> You're the best. Thank you so You're much, sir. The best as always, Ed. We can't thank you enough for joining us on this podcast. We'll thank you. Up. Say goodbye, Ed. Okay, joining us now on the hotline is Ed Morrissey. He's the uh, editor-in-chief of the hottest conservative blog in the country, hotair.com. Ed's avocation is economics. We had him join us to talk about the, the White House administration, the current administration's effort to redefine uh, what a recession is. Again, this is what I'll be reacting to. Uh, you know, the idea that uh, two quarters of negative GDP growth is a technical definition of a recession is wrong. And I think one of the things we tried to point out in that blog is that the, the folks who actually make that call, the Business Cycle Dating Committee, they look at a set of variables, some of which, as Steve underscored, uh, remain quite strong. So what they're doing is redefining recession. And now Ed joins us, Ed Morrissey, Editor-in-Chief of Vodder. Here's Jared Bernstein, his Chief Economic Advisor. I'll get you to respond in a second. If you think of the economy and the inflation that we're experiencing as the combination of very strong demand, an historically strong labor market, very uh, solid uh, household balance sheets, strong demand meeting insufficient supply. There are two ways to address that. And again, I'm speaking about this from the perspective of the uh, of the Council of Advisors. So, you know, these are this is economic analysis. So you, you have demand, you have supply. Our idea has been to try to bring supply up to meet strong demand. I think the it's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. There you go, Ed. So give me. Um, uh, that's from Willy Wonka on the Chocolate Factory. It's all there, clear as crystal. Uh, and, and it's not really a recession because of what Jared Bernstein just said. So it's. So, Ed, what do you make of their definite? What is the definition of a recession? Can you give us that first? Well, I mean, there's there's a number of them. The traditional one has been two quarters of contraction in a row in GDP, and that's usually been a fairly reliable indicator that you're in a recession or just about to head into one. I would say that in this instance, that first quarter, the, the, the contraction was extremely technical based on a massive trade imbalance, which was unusual. But clearly the second one, the second quarter is a real contraction. And it's actually worse than the top line GDP number was because that massive trade imbalance shifted the other direction we ended up with a massive trade surplus in the second quarter, which artificially added like about 1.4 points to GDP. So really, if, if we had a perfectly balanced trade in second quarter, we'd be at a minus 2.3. And, and that, to me, is a pretty good signal that the economy is actually contracting. And that's what a recession is. It's an it's a economy that's in contraction. And the, the reason why you, people have used the rule of thumb of two quarters in a row is because you can see it in the moment. So I did, you know, right. people are now starting to argue, well, you know, the NBER really has to declare that. Well, the NBER doesn't get around to doing that for several months down the road. That isn't a, a good way to, to work on how people are presently experiencing the, um, um, the, the economy. And... The way that people are presently experiencing this is in loss of, you know, erosion of buying power. And you can see that going on for the last five quarters. So I'd argue that it's, whether or not you want to call it a recession, it certainly feels like a recession to most Americans. I would say that too. I mean, you can't just go by feeling, but a recession is simply means to the people on the left who are listening, recession just simply means an economy that's shrinking in growth, Instead of growing at a robust pace, it's starting to shrink. In other words, it's receding. It's not. It's not an indicator of the Great Depression or the Great Recession or whatever term right. they want to use. This is well, a sign that the economy is slowing down. That's all. Well, it's a sign that it's contracting, right? I mean, you can you can have growth that slows down. It doesn't mean you're in a recession. You can go exactly. from, you know, like. 
you know, four percent growth in one, you know, annualized growth in one quarter to two percent growth in the next quarter annualized. And you can say, well, it's slowing, but you're it's not recessionary. You're still growing. You're just growing at a slower rate. This when you're in a contraction, when you're in negative numbers in the GDP, um, especially the, the way we saw the numbers roll out in this last quarter, that's a contracting economy. So whether or not you want to call it a recession or not, I mean, that's really just a term of art anyway. I think the biggest issue here is how, it, it, when we're talking about it in terms of politics, we're talking about it and how people are living that experience. And, and you can look at real disposable income, personal income, over the last five quarters. And it has shrunk every single quarter. Uh, and that's the impact of inflation. And so if your real disposable income keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller, you're spending less and less and less. Um, you're basically living a recessionary lifestyle at that point. Well, at this point, we are living a recessionary lifestyle. Most Americans it's are, not don't you really think? What the figures say is how you. Well, I think so, because again, that, that, right, uh, the, it, the impact of this level of inflation is to shrink everybody's buying power, which is the reason why real disposable income is going down. And when you're when your buying power shrinks, it means that you have. You know, you really just have less money to spend. It may look like more, but... The average American household buying power shrunk by $400 a month. Has ours shrunk that much or more? Um, It's shrinking one way and you spending the other way. And you still need but to... But we have, essentially because of inflation, the numbers say we have $400 less a month to spend. And you're spending more money at the grocery store and the gas station. So you have less money to spend, and you're spending more money. So in terms of me? what it does in the market, it has less power. And so you, you are what you're then spend starting your to have to make on. decisions you about what you're going to buy, you how much food? you're going to buy, and how often well, you're going to buy. And those are the types of decisions that you would expect to have in recessions where you're, you have to be careful with your money. And that's true whether you're employed or not. And that true? What you know, talking unemployment about right is low at the moment, which is another reason why people are saying, right. well, it's not a recession because okay, unemployment is low. Yep. This but, is pre-recorded, guys. I think Jim should have told you. But um, you are getting more money out of your pocket on taxes and you're spending more money. So, it, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's a, it's a cycle. Spending it's a more circle. money in order to fill up your tank, the same amount of gas for your tank is, it takes more money. More money for your groceries. Both. So they're taxing you more and you're spending more. Or or is it just that you're spending more, they're not taxing you more more yet? Not taxing they, more yet. Yeah, they will. Believe well, they, me. They are going the inflation reduction act is raising taxes only on businesses. Uh well businesses need to run. We need to somehow have people working, right? Okay, pick up the interview again. Yeah. Yep. But there's a couple of caveats to that as well. First off, we haven't really been creating new jobs. We've been replacing the jobs that have been lost in the pandemic mm. and the, the, the job creation that we lost in the two years since. We haven't caught up to that. Uh, and the second thing is, is that we have a lot of people who are artificially out of the workforce right now. And I would say that that unemployment number is probably off by a, a, a full point, maybe a little bit higher than that. So we're not really in a catbird situation the way that the White House wants to wants to paint it. Not if you understand what the numbers are telling you. That's fact. Um, let me get play this also from Jared Bernstein, his chief economic advisor. By the way, did you know that Jared Bernstein doesn't have a, even a bachelor's degree in economics? His bachelor's well, degree is in it's in it's in music. <laughs> I'm not hold that against him. That's <laughs> true. Why? <laughs> But his degree is in music and in social work. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, you know, here's the thing. If you know numbers, if you can understand data, you don't really need a degree in this to understand what's going on. I mean, it's, Hello. if you if you study what the data actually means and what it actually says, I don't, I don't uh, begrudge Bernstein his position. If he's got a grasp on the numbers and on economic policy, he doesn't need a degree in it. It's not. It's not that type of, it's not like he's designing buildings and you need an engineering degree. That you need a degree for. But um, it, really, honestly, this is not mysterious. This data pretty much tells you what's going on. All you need to do is understand what the data means. And, and you know, Bernstein's 
you know, Bernstein is a guy who is in a position where he's creating this economic policy and now has to defend it. So it's always interesting to hear what he has to say. But, you know, he's trying to defend what really is becoming the indefensible here. And I, I, I'm, I'm eagerly awaiting this clip. I don't know which clip you're going to play, but I'm eagerly awaiting to hear how he tries to do it this time. Here's, here's Jared Bernstein on the definition of a recession. You know, the idea that uh, two quarters of negative GDP growth is a technical definition of a recession is wrong. And I think one of the things we tried to point out in that blog is that the, the folks who actually make that call, the Business Cycle Dating Committee, they look at a set of variables, some of which, as Steve underscored, uh, remain quite strong. Uh, now, when you talk about... It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. There you go, Ed. It's clear to me now what a recession is. Clear as crystal. I mean, this is, he's talking about a very technical definition of a recession, okay? Um, The NDER is the overall group that decides these things, but they go months out. Or they have to go looking months back if you want to look at it that direction. They don't, they're, they're not going to make those calls in the moment. They're going to, they're going to look at data you know, for the next several months, and if a recession has started, they'll go back and say, oh, look, it started in April 2022. Well, that call might come in May of 2023. So if you're waiting around for them to make a designation on this, this is, it's, it's, that's, that's not useful at all. It's a dodge is what it is. The question is, is, is the economy contracting? Are consumers losing buying power? And are they going to start responding to that by buying less and, and making a recession worse? And, you know, with the Federal Reserve hiking interest rates all over the place, I'd say that the answer to those questions are all probably yes. And, again, what matters in this, what matters in a political sense is how people are experiencing the the economy. And it is not a pleasant experience for people right now. Uh, Not with 9.3% inflation, 11.3% inflation. And it's going to be going on for a while because it's going to take a long time for the Fed to get to that uh, balance number you go to the on the interest store? rate to, well, you to calm the inflation okay, down. So I was comp- Ed, I may I jump in for a second? Yes, this is something. Jane. Hey, Jane. Hi. Um, you know, I was cringing, um, what was it, four years ago, maybe a little longer, when I was feeding family of 10. Uh, we were living in a big house. We were feeding uh, people for uh, Thanksgiving, 10 of us. It was uh, four children and six adults. $300. I was cringing. Um, I don't even know what to say when I'm paying $200 a couple times a week when I'm feeding four of us. Just saying. Yeah. No, you're right. <clears throat> Not only that, but you've got all the shortages that we're experiencing in, in uh, grocery stores and in um, other types of... Um, oh, you know, yeah. You're talking about the baby, baby uh, formula? You're talking Maybe about just one of them. I mean, you're talking about, you know, breads. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I live in Texas and I can tell you that the bread aisle has been short for months. I mean, there's there's product there, but it comes and goes and it's been short for months. Um, and, you know, we saw pork uh, and some other meats uh, short. Uh, it was probably last year. Um, but you've got all these shortages that are coming up. And for for lots of reasons. Well, yeah, because well, of because of gasoline price, right? So you have the uh, right, truckers not being able to deliver. the uh, The farmers are not able to feed their um, feed their animals. Um, yeah, right. and this, I, I mean, eggs used to be what three dollars. Now they're like five plus dollars. Yeah, yeah. I so, mean, and, and well, I, I mean, people haven't gotten people aren't getting raises. To catch up with that, nor do you want that to happen. No, you don't. Then you get a wage price spiral that really will set fire to inflation. I mean, we haven't started a wage price spiral yet. We're That's losing coming again, next Morrissey. unless the Fed can get this under control. And it's the reason why they're so aggressive right and now. Ed is editor in chief of the hottest conservative blog in the country, hotair.com. Right. And I thought you lived in Minnesota. What's that? I started. Okay. Oh, I moved to Texas last okay. year. Um, oh. How is Texas? Hot. Can you pause it for a second? Texas. Look, Texas is great. We've had, uh, although we've. I just, um, I would advise everybody to teach their children how to grow vegetables, how to grow things. Get chickens. Check, right? Get chickens. Get, get, um, 
get self-efficient. And check because, they grew their own food because you said you didn't Well, want. my family did. Not everybody did. Um, not and the ev- reason was because there were Because shortages. there was a shortage. But I'm just telling you, teach your children how to do things. We don't teach children how to sew a freaking button on their shirt. We don't teach them how to put um, thickening into a soup. We don't teach them necessary skills. We teach them CRT. Give me a break. I am so sick and tired of this crap. Jane has um, taught her elder daughter how to make this great potato soup that I adore. It's great, and she's gotten quite good at it. Uh, yeah, she didn't clean her bathtub today, did she? No, she uh, didn't. I was, <laughs> I was ticked at my children because they are horrible pigs. <laughs> I probably used to be like that. I'm surprised I survived my father because my but father was like not a nice man. It sounds like something that you don't deal with in a blog, but you have to deal with it. What Jane has taught her two daughters is amazing. She taught them no, we, one was to be a chef. We need to teach our children how to do things. Um, I used to knit, knit sweaters. I used to crochet. I used to do things. I don't do anything anymore because I'm old and lazy. But um, we need to teach our children to do useful things. You don't want to teach girl to change a tire? Teach a boy. Do something useful. If you want to call in, we have two open, design, yeah. open lines yeah, now. Okay. 888 No, that's not it. I'm sorry. Can you read this you for me? Can you give me... The, yeah, can you read the numbers for me? 996 <coughs> Let me know when you're done choking. Sorry. Go ahead. 860-996-0308. And the other line is... 860-888-2101. So if you want to call okay. in, now's the time. talk to Jim, go ahead and talk to Jim. I'm done. I'm good. Well, I won't back down. Then I won't back down. I'll always stand no, for a smaller, leaner, less intrusive government. Have you noticed all the Democratic commercials include the line, I won't back down. They listen to my blog, they love the line, so they steal it. Now, the only libertarian radio show in the country, or in in Connecticut, I'm sorry. They're stealing lines from. Listen for, sorry. (coughs) (coughs) Sorry about that. My allergies are really killing me right now. Eight six zero eight 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 two one zero one. Eight six zero eight 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 two one zero one. Eight six zero nine nine six zero three eight zero eight. Nine nine six zero three zero eight. Nine nine six zero three zero eight. Eight 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 two one zero one. I'll try and post those up. Because I know you don't have pen and pencil there. See if I can get that up right now. I don't know how to do this. Shane does it all the time. So I'm sorry I can't reply to your comments. See, they're all 860 numbers. I'm putting it in right now. It's a zero. And we should find a way to post these.
Man, the number said now. If they post it or not, I wrote a, I made a comment and put them in. Yeah, it looks like they went up. So um, I, go ahead and give us a call. Say for just a, a few more minutes to wait for everybody. In the meantime, uh, in your opinion, are we in a recession or not in a recession? As Ed Morris he said, it really all depends on how you feel and if it's hitting your pocketbook hard. Or as Ronald Reagan said, recession is when your neighbor loses his, his job. A depression is when you lose your job. And recovery is when Joe Biden, um, I'm just paraphrasing, Joe Biden loses his job. One of the classic lines from Ronald Reagan. I'll play it one more time for you. The president promised that he would not increase taxes for the low and middle income people, the workers of America. Then he imposed on American families the largest single tax increase in our nation's history. His answer to all this misery, he tries to tell us that we're only in a recession, not a depression, as if definitions, words, relieve our suffering. Let it show on the record that when the American people cried out for economic help, Jimmy Carter took refuge behind a dictionary. Well, if it's a definition, if it's a definition he wants, I'll give him one. A recession is when your neighbor loses his job. A depression is when you lose yours. And recovery is when Jimmy Carter loses his. Reagan was the bestest. Recovery is when Joe Biden loses his job. But to summarize, Ed Gay was on earlier today, if you missed him. He said that we'll likely see inflation continue for some time, and that the Inflation Reduction Act will do nothing of the sorts. It won't even reduce inflation. In fact, he felt it would add to inflation, if anything, in his opinion. He's a well-respected economist. Thank you all for joining me. I'm going to take a break now. Thanks, Ted Gay, Windbear Risk Management, former chief economist for Cigna. And to Ed Ed Morrissey of hotair.com. Managing uh, Editor-in-Chief of the hottest conservative blog in the country, hotair.com. So thanks to Ed Morrissey and Ed Gay. Yeah, it's the Ed Show today. Thanks to my wife, Jane. Thank you all for joining me today. I appreciate it very much.